You are listening to the Med Expert Podcast, a trusted source of knowledge and information, presented by Optivest Health Services. Get ready to gain valuable insights into navigating the complex world of medical schemes with your host, Lincoln. Well, welcome to another episode of the MedicSuit Podcast brought to you by Optivist Health Services. I'm your host, Lincoln O'Healy, and today we're going to delve into an essential topic for healthcare consumers in South Africa, how to find the right healthcare advisor for your medical scheme and related products. Managing medical costs is crucial, and a good relationship with a knowledgeable and skilled healthcare advisor can make all the difference. Now, today we have an expert guest who is with us who will shed some light on what makes a trustworthy and proficient healthcare advisor and the duties they are required to perform. Now, I guess today is an expert in the medical scheme industry and has extensive knowledge about the healthcare industry. Now, Vanit Kutzer is from MedQuote, a marketing agency who offers consumers easy and accessible medical scheme quotations and comparisons for medical scheme members or those wanting to join a medical scheme. Now, thank you for joining us today, Vanit. Thanks for having me, Lincoln. Thanks, I appreciate it. Vanit, I think it's no secret to know that, that most consumers are under a lot of financial strain. If you look at the macroeconomic market in South Africa and globally, um, how, how financially the sectors are really taking strain. Um, why is it important that, that consumers really find a good healthcare advisor? So to start off, could you tell our listeners, what are the key attributes that make a good healthcare advisor for medical scheme in South Africa? Um, it's a loaded question, Lincoln, yeah. but let's, let's, let's get to the bottom of it. I think a strong understanding of the following is very important. First and foremost is the South African healthcare model yeah. versus the rest of the world, and then also a strong understanding of the fundamentals of private cover in South Africa. Sure. Um, you know, brokers have to have the ability to go through a maze of information, 72 medical schemes, more than 230 op- uh, benefit options. Uh, it's, it's a lot of information to go through. You know, and, and, and whilst whilst going through all of that, they've got to have an intricate understanding of this legislation that regulates this industry as well. You know, open enrollment, yeah. community rating, PMB, uh, waiting periods, yeah. all of these type of things, you know, makes it very complex. Uh, and the most important aspect for the broker is the consumer education, you know, empowering clients to understand their entitlement to benefit and the articulation of that sure. to simplify it for the client. That's very important, uh, and the broker should, should, should be able to, to accommodate that quite easily. Okay. Oh, I guess it's crucial to understand what qualities and expertise to look for when selecting an advisor, as they play a significant role, I guess, in guiding consumers through complexities of medical schemes then. Now, coming on to the next uh, question then, Vanit, is what duties are healthcare advisors required to perform to ensure comprehensive coverage for consumers? I think uh, adherence to the regulatory and legislative requirements is important. You know, they have, sure. to, they have to accredit at the Council of Medical Schemes. They have to be licensed the FECA, the Financial Services Conduct Authority. They've got to acquire a wealth uh, management diploma. Uh, all of the regulatory exams need to be do- done. They've got to uh, clock 120 hours of CPD points. Um, and, and, and through all of that, uh, it's important for them to still have a very strong understanding of, of, of every consumer's different needs. You know, sure. They've got to go through a very strong needs analysis with the client because every single consumer is different. Um, in, in, in doing so, it's important that they specialize in that. Yeah. You know, it's very important that they have the ability to go through that and have a very strong knowledge base. That, that is essential. Um, it would be good for a, a broker to have a strong retention unit, sure. a strong, a strong uh, a unit that can can assist clients when the claims and stuff starts coming in. Sure. 
But the most important duty, obviously, is to act in the client's best interest. That's very important. You know, then you do have the ability to listen sure. uh, and, and, and then make a, a propose a solution. They need to implement it and then service it. Sure. That is essentially what is required from the road. Yeah. I think it's important, Van, and just uh, sort of in layman's terms, I guess what happens is many um, advisors out there that can place you on a medical scheme. But you, like you mentioned now, the, the backup service of having a retention unit, a servicing unit, essentially being able to assist the client once they put on board a medical scheme, that really is lacking in the industry. And like you're saying, being able to decipher that jargon and actually assist the client when, when the time is in need, I think that's very important. Now, Bernard, how do healthcare brokers use technology to simplify the information for consumers? I think it's, it's very important for brokers to have access to electronic comparative information. That's sure. very important. Uh, all schemes use their own jargon. They've got all their own, yeah. own, own marketing collateral that they use. And consumers find it difficult to understand going through that. Sure. So, so for a broker to use a comparative platform, uh, it will greatly assist uh, when they go in consultation with the client. Um, many brokers do have member portals where there's information available. Sure. Uh, the quality of that inf information varies from broker to broker, um, and that's important to 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 test, you know, the broker's ability to educate clients. Yeah, and then it's also you know from a technological point of uh, point of view, certain brokers have got stronger relationship with with schemes yeah. where they have strong uh, uh, direct access to the uh, to the administrators' portals. Sure. Um, I mean, I think it's quite important, but I think also the guidance of a healthcare broker remains invaluable in deciphering the complex details and providing impartial overviews. I think that's also important. Now, our listeners should be aware of the importance of working with a registered healthcare advisor. Can you explain uh, what it, why it is vital for healthcare advisors to be registered members of the Council for Medical Schemes? And the second part, do you believe that a healthcare advisor can add value in assisting a consumer with finding and selecting the best health cover solution? Apart from being a legislated requirement, sure. obviously, adherence to the provisions of the Council is intended to protect consumers. Yep. So that's very important to understand. Consumers should also be aware that brokers acting on their behalf are indeed accredited accordingly and licensed accordingly. Sure. That's very important, and that's, that's primary. Um, it's important for consumers to test the ability of the broker to render dedicated support services post-sale yep. implementation. That's very important. Um, do the broker have certain sufficient resourcing available sure. you know, when, when, uh, after, after post-sale? Uh, do they have the direct access to the administrative platforms? You know, to, yeah. uh, strength in 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 numbers, uh, uh, and do they have a strong knowledge base? You know, uh, how will complex claim queries be dealt with sure. through that retention unit? These are very important aspects uh, that consumers need to test if the broker has the ability yeah. to deliver on that. Okay, I think it's important, Van, uh, um, just to mention the fact that last year I had a situation where. Um, obviously, I've got my own broker, and I contacted them to find out my wife was about to deliver, and we had booked the bed and stuff, but I didn't know that my gap cover that I had actually had a benefit for a, a um, private ward. Um, and in that conversation with the broker, I then found out I was, so I was able to actually experience it with my wife, a more intimate experience with that delivery of the birth. And then uh, slightly thereafter, I had a, a little sort of accident at home, um, and I never knew you had a casualty benefit as well that paid out. So I guess in that value, you, you are able to retain a lot of value from your broker because we don't necessarily, when I say we, the consumer, doesn't have the knowledge to decipher, understand how these products always work. And if a broker, if a broker can actually explain that to you in more detail, um, I guess then they're adding real value to you. Yes, uh, education is key yeah. in this instance. I think um, 
Too many times I see that uh, consumers have products in place that they don't understand. They sure. do not know exactly what they have. They do not understand the entitlement to benefit. They do not understand the uh, entitlement to the chronic, uh, to, to the chronic cover. Yeah, whole lot of things that the uh, consumer doesn't necessarily understand. That the broker should have, you know, sure. made sure that the client is aware of his entitlement benefit. Uh, uh, consumer education is significantly important. Yeah, I completely agree. Now um, we may have touched on this, but uh, reputation is undoubtedly an essential factor when choosing a healthcare advisor. Can you share some insights on how consumers can verify the reputation of a healthcare advisor? before making this important decision? As mentioned before, uh, consumers should, as a minimum, ensure their brokers are accredited with the council, um, simply by visiting their website to, to check their accreditation status, and then visiting the FECA website to confirm their licensing uh, uh, status sure. uh, for CAT 116, Category 116 yep. health benefits. Um, furthermore, I would uh, 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 propose that uh, Consumers visit the broker's website. Sure. Essentially, the online voice of the broker, and, and consumer will get a consumers will get a feel for the organisation by visiting, uh, obviously, uh, the, the website. Yeah. Um, fundamentally, so years in operation normally answers to consistency. Yeah. So the longer the broker has been around, uh, obviously, there should be more consistency sure. in the deliverance of that. And again, uh, we've mentioned it. We mentioned a little bit earlier, but broker size is important. It creates economies of scale. Sure. So uh, you've mentioned one or two things that you've gone through uh, lately. Yeah. Uh, uh, economies of scale will create better outcomes for for consumers. Most definitely, and obviously build that trust factor too. Now, Vanit, uh, is there anything else in today's conversation that you feel we could possibly add, just as a final word? The most important thing, again, uh, Lincoln is education. Yeah, that's the most. Uh, you know, educating our consumers so they can understand the product they're buying. You know, that's the shortcoming in sure. the industry at the moment. Uh, I think the brokers has a very large role to play in this instance, <coughs> and by using a broker, yeah, you would create the opportunity uh, for the consumer to to make more informed decisions, and 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 understanding what they've bought. Uh, that's that. Uh, you know, you know, access to uh, a broker will give you. Will, should give you access to a annual review sure. of the product that you've chosen and to make sure that it's aligned for the com- for the future year coming. So uh, very important to use a knowledgeable and a, and a, and a strong broker. It, it, it creates uh, uh, better outcomes. Yeah. And I've seen that you touched on it. I'm going to just ask you this question. Um, a recent circular came out, Circular 27, um, sort of relating to the fact you just mentioned now, the end of the view, benefit review is coming up. Essentially, where people can obviously, you know, review their current status and whether on the right option and look at what they possibly could be shortcomings for, for next year. Um, in considering the, the macroeconomic market and, and the importance of a healthcare advisor, how important a role will they play in, in deciphering that if, if the cost factor is essentially, a, for most South Africans at this stage, what role can a, a broker re- literally play in that role to advise a client for best interest for next year? Yes, that is probably one of the biggest uh, uh, let's call it debates at the moment, sure. carrying on obviously post-COVID. In, in, yeah. in the two years after COVID, uh, the, the annual increases on medical schemes has been relatively low. Sure. Uh, Utilisation didn't spike uh, the way that uh, uh, the schemes uh, thought it was going to. Yeah. And we've seen two years of relatively low annual increases. Um, all, all indications are there that uh, industry has recovered. Yeah. Utilisation has recovered. Um, and we will probably see... Uh, annual increases, you know, again normalizing to pre-COVID levels. Yeah, you know, that's essentially increases 
two to four percent above inflation. Sure. Yeah, you know, starting to bring it back to the ten percent yes. that we were used to, you know, pre-COVID. That is a very problematic, given yeah. the macroeconomic system or sure. conditions that we're currently in, um, because we are coming already from a high base from yeah. from from a, a contribution point of view. Sure. Um, it is so important for consumers, especially going into uh, 2024, to make very strong decisions about the cover for the next year. Ensuring that they're not overinsured, yeah. very important, you know, and, 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 and to make sure that they're also not underinsured. Yeah. So they just have to have the right product set and makeup, you know, and that's with regards to not just the medical aid, but also the bridging finance products, sure. the gap covers, gotcha. the health insurance covers, all complementary products to make sure that uh, they make a very good decision. The broker should assist greatly in that regard. Yeah. Now, Vanit, I know we have, um, there's been a lot of speculation recently about NHI and, and the role that it would play, but I think the more important question for private medical scheme members, what, what will be the role for private medical schemes in future in terms of the whole speculation and how um, they could coexist in future? What, what, what do you see for the future for private medical schemes? I think private medical schemes will be around for many years to come. It's sure. an essential part of our of our, of our um healthcare uh, model in South sure. Africa. Um, it covers 9 million beneficiaries in South sure. Africa, and just by taking that away, uh, will have a, probably, in my opinion, a detrimental effect on, on, on our healthcare model. Yeah. I think universal access to healthcare is important. We all understand, you know, the, the, the not just the complexities, but the, the need for, for, for a NHI model. Sure. Uh, you, the, the way that it's going to be implemented, it's going to be it's going to be tricky. Yeah. Uh, um, but I do foresee that medical schemes will continue for many years to come. You know, it's it's an essential part of our funding model, and uh, um, it, it it plays a large role in in complementing um, our, our entire let's call it a model. And it's very important uh, f- role for the medical schemes moving forward. Yeah, I I agree. I think um, from what we've seen, there's been a, a lot of hype and recent and people panicking. Um, seeing that do they still is there need for private health cover? But I think you've reiterated the fact that uh, in terms of many years to come, um, possibly decades, um, that a private medical scheme plays a fundamental role in our funding system, healthcare funding system. Lincoln, I just want to. Sure. I think it's important to mention, especially you know, the, the South African medical scheme industry hinges very strongly on 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 a aspect where we have cross subsidiation. Sure, you know, and you know. Unfortunately, now with with the with the NHI talks yeah. and stuff, the younger members are, are are resisting to join the medical scheme industry. Yeah, it's important for everyone to understand that that uh, first and foremost, the medical scheme grants significant access to very strong healthcare outcomes in our sure. in the context of South Africa. Uh, we are some of the best healthcare in the world. Yeah, um, which is funded through medical sure. schemes. So, I mean, I would also always motivate youngsters just coming into formal employment to join medical schemes. It's, yeah. I think it's very important, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's, a, it's the cornerstone currently of, 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 of our healthcare system, um, and it's going to play a large role moving forward into NHI, definitely so. But for now, I mean, you know, anyone coming into formal employment, I mean, they should strongly consider joining a medical scheme. Yeah, I agree. I think, Van, it just uh, sheds light on what you said in the article. I think they mentioned in 2021, the total contributions um, or collected by medical schemes was 250 billion. So you take that out of the equation, and that makes a huge hole in our in the healthcare sector. So I think it's very important. Van, anything else you'd like to say as a final word, or are you good? No, I, I think thank you very much for having me. Thank uh, you so uh, much, Lincoln, uh, It was great, uh, and, and, and I would I would 
strongly suggest listeners, you know, to to educate themselves. Sure. Go visit the information portals that's available. You know, um, you know, make sure that they make informed decisions, and then turn to a broker. But but do the homework. Turn yeah. to the broker that that uh, you can say that you can see that wants to make a difference, and that's very important. Well, thank you, Vanna, for shedding light on the vital role of healthcare brokers in helping consumers navigate the complexities of the medical scheme industry in South Africa. Understanding the attributes of a good healthcare advisor and the duties they perform can undoubtedly empower our listeners to make more informed decisions about their healthcare coverage. We trust you found this episode helpful in your healthcare journey. For more information, you're welcome to check out our website at www.medexpert.co.za where we have free resources available for download and other relevant details about selecting a reputable healthcare advisor. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the MedExpert podcast, your go-to resource for unlocking the full potential of your medical scheme benefits. To access additional resources and relevant articles, visit our website at www.medexpert.co.za. Stay informed, stay healthy. Until next time.